Today we actually come to part two of what started last week. You may remember we're talking about our theme for 2018, and that theme is stepping into the future. Last week we were talking about this theme of stepping into the future, that what we do today matters. I mean, what we do today is going to have a significant impact on generations to come. What we do today is going to matter as to whether or not we leave them a church that is thriving, the church that is standing on our faith, a church that is faith-based, a church that is making disciples of Jesus Christ, or whether or not we're going to be leaving them a church that is crumbling and decaying. It matters what we do today. And so 2018 is all about stepping into the future, moving forward to do what needs to be done in order to bring about a stable, strong, thriving, growing church for the glory of God and the praise of Jesus Christ. Now last week you may remember we talked about the purpose of our church and we illustrated it by saying it's like an umbrella that's over our heads. There the umbrella was over us, and the umbrella is there to protect us and to direct us. And as long as we stay under the umbrella of our purpose, then we continue to do the things that please God. But when we step out from under the umbrella, then all of a sudden we're not fulfilling our purpose. What is our purpose? Our purpose is to glorify God. That's the purpose of Mile Straight Baptist Church. And by the way, that's the purpose of us individually as well. We were created to glorify God. So then we have a purpose, and when we're under the umbrella working on our purpose, we're pleasing God, we're doing what God wants us to do, but when we step out from under the umbrella, then all of a sudden we're not doing what pleases God, but actually we're probably working more to bring ourselves glory than we are to bring glory to God. It's a very dangerous, a very scary place for us to find ourselves. And so we talked about the necessity of staying under the umbrella. And then we talked about the vision. Okay, well, if that's the purpose of our church, how are we going to accomplish it? We know that our purpose statement says we exist to glorify God. And how are we going to do that? By making disciples of Jesus Christ both here and around the world. And we discussed the vision of how we're going to go about doing that. How we're going to work through the process of, of accomplishing these things, of making disciples here and around the world so that God is glorified, so that we're staying under the umbrella, so that the purpose of our church and the purpose of us individually is filled. And how are we going to do that? We talked about taking steps. And if you were here, I hope you remember this, that throughout the course of 2018 and beyond, the goal of the pastors of this church and the leadership of this church is to direct your heart to the next step. What is my next step? We want you to recognize where you are right now. What we want to do as a church and what we want to do as individuals is one and the same. To realize where we are right now at this point in time. And to begin to look forward to where we want to go. And of course, as our purpose is to glorify God, where we want to go is stepping deeper into the opportunity to bring God glory. And so we're looking to see where we are, where we want to go, and then we're going to begin to focus on, okay, well then what's my next step to moving in that direction? For those of us who are already part of this church family, maybe the next step for us is to say, okay, I'm going to deepen my understanding of what it means to be a follower of Christ myself. 
And we're going to be giving special classes, maybe on Sunday evening, maybe through the week, throughout the year, in order to help us understand what it means to be a disciple ourselves. And we're going to be giving classes to deepen our understanding and our ability to show someone how they can know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And we're going to be giving classes that will help us know, okay, well, from here, what do we do to take someone with us on this journey? How do we help them make the next step? And so we're going to be walking through this process together. It is our goal as the leadership of the church not to make you guess what your next step is, but to direct you very clearly, one at a time, step by step, by step. So that when we come to the end of 2018, we're going to be able to look back to the beginning of 18 and say, well, here's where we were, and thank God, here's the steps we have taken collectively and individually to bring about the furthering of the glorifying of Almighty God. Today, then, I want us to take it one step further. Because I want us to look at our verse for 2018. Every year we single out a verse we feel God has led us to and directed us to. And we say, okay, well here's where we're going in 2018. And here's what we're looking to accomplish. And here is the verse that directs our hearts and minds to that. For the purpose of 2018, our verse is Proverbs chapter 19, verse 6. You'll see that at the top of your study guide. And here's what the verse says. The writer of this proverb said... The heart of man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes his steps. The heart of man plans his ways, but it is the Lord who establishes his steps. Okay, I want to break that verse down. I want us to have a few minutes of just looking into this verse to understand it more fully and more completely so that we have a greater concept of this vision of taking these steps, what's involved in being involved in God's will for us individually and for us as a church. So if you've got your study guide ready, get ready to write because number one is simply this. I've got to recognize my responsibility to stay under the umbrella with my plans. I've got to recognize the responsibility to stay under this umbrella, to stay under my purpose to stay within the boundaries of the purpose that God has given to me as an individual, that's given to us as a church, in order to fulfill the will of God for my life. Now, I also want to give to you under each of these three points, I want to give to you a sub-point that I think better describes or at least helps us understand it a little bit better. So the sub-point for this is that I've got to determine, I wish you'd write this in as well, I've got to determine that I am going to glorify God with my decisions. I have to determine that I am going to glorify God with my decisions. Okay, so we're talking about the same thing. Staying under the umbrella with my plans is glorifying God with the decisions that I make on a day-to-day basis. Now let's break this verse down just a little bit. When he says that the ways of a man, what man is he talking about? What individual is he talking about? We know that's not gender specific. So who is he referring to here? Is this everyone across the board? Everyone has the same direction from God. It is God who establishes the ways of this individual. And the answer is no, it's not. Truth of the matter is, there are some who so are deplorable to God because of the way they're living 
that God is not working to direct their steps to success spiritually and eternally. They may have everything you could imagine in this life, but when it gets to the next life, when they step through death's door, they're going to be waking up in a place that is going to be incredibly scary because they have failed to understand that the one that matters in this life is not themselves, but is Jesus Christ. And so as a result, we have to bring them to an understanding. We have to help them come to this place to where they understand, hey, listen, this is not applicable to everyone. The one that it's talking about is those who, who have a plan in mind, and that plan is to stay under the umbrella of their purpose. That plan is to stay so focused on bringing God glory that they're going to be working to achieve that goal on an ongoing basis. This purpose of man is so set in their hearts and so set in their desires that they will not stray from that purpose. And when they do stray, and by the way, we're all human, we all stray occasionally. When they do stray, they're going to come running back, understanding that the only place they can find peace and contentment and joy and satisfaction is under the umbrella. It's when they're fulfilling the purpose of their existence. You got to know this. If my existence is to fulfill the purpose that God has given me, which is to bring Him glory, if I'm doing that, then I'm satisfied in my life because I am accomplishing what I was created to accomplish. But if I am not doing that, it doesn't matter if I don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, or if I do know Him and yet I'm just going my own direction. I've gotten up from under the umbrella, and therefore I'm working to bring myself glory, or I'm just working to fulfill the lust of my flesh, whatever the case may be. If I've gotten out from under there, then I am failing in accomplishing that purpose, and therefore there is no lasting satisfaction. There's no lasting peace. There's no lasting fulfillment. If you're looking for these things, I can remember that time when I was searching for them everywhere I could possibly search. If you're looking for these things in your life, then I can tell you where it can be found. The only place is in accomplishing the purpose that God has given to each of us. And that is to bring Him glory. And so I have to determine, okay, in my life, I am going to give God glory glory. Now why is it important to determine this ahead of time? Because I can tell you in the emotions of things, in the emotions of life, when I come to a place where I am tempted to where I will either pursue godliness, I will pursue a path that brings God's glory, uh, bring God, that brings God glory, or else I will take the other path that is going to bring shame on God. At that point, it's almost too late to make that determination. It's something that I've got to do ahead of time because then there's going to be a lot of things brewing inside of me. The Bible says that the Spirit is willing to live in this way. But the flesh is really weak. Maybe you've already found that out like I have. I've got a really weak flesh. I've got a spirit that desires so much to live in a way that always brings God glory in my life. And yet my flesh is constantly tearing me away from that path. I know that. So then it, it, it really matters that earlier in my life, I have set a determination that, you know what, my life is here for the purpose of glorifying God. It makes a big difference when it comes to decisions. It makes a huge difference because that issue's already settled for me. 
So then I have to stay under the umbrella with my plans. I have to determine that what I do in this life is, is done to bring God glory. I have to determine to live a life that's going to give God glory. But then number two, get ready to write this down as well. Number two is that not only do I have to accept my responsibility to stay under the umbrella of my plans, but I also have to stay under the responsibility to, to step as directed by the Lord. To step as directed by the Lord. Step as directed by the Lord. Let me give you the sub, the sub point here. The sub point is simply this. That I have to recognize what it is that brings God glory. I have to recognize what it is that brings God glory. Okay, now something I should have done earlier, but let's go ahead and take care of it now. What does it mean to glorify God? I think that's a fair question. If we're asking ourselves to be obedient to this plan of God for our lives, then it really matters what we're doing, right? Okay, so what does it mean to glorify God? Here's a definition that you could write in that I think would serve you well. Glorifying God means to express His greatness and His importance to me. To express His greatness and His importance to me. Now, a lot of people say, well, we do that when we sing. And certainly, my goodness, we did that today, didn't we? We express the greatness and the importance of Almighty God today in our music. And, and that's something that blesses me. I, I'm excited about how God gives us that opportunity to worship and glorify Him through our music. But that's not the only place we have a responsibility to be glorifying God, right? Okay, our plans, everything we do ought to be determined ahead of time to be done for the sole purpose of bringing God glory. So what does that mean? That means that my words are going to be directed to give God glory. My words to God, my prayer to God, my thanksgiving to God is going to be directed to say, God, Thank you for what you're doing. What am I doing when I say thank you, God, for meeting my needs? Thank you for protecting my family. Thank you for blessing our church. What am I saying? I'm saying, God, I'm expressing your greatness here because we recognize that we're not capable of doing this on our own, expressing the greatness of God. So I express that with my words to God directly, but then I also express that to others. When I communicate to others the greatness of God, when I communicate to others what God is doing in my life, when I talk to others about the incredible way God has blessed and worked in my life, how God brought me from drugs and alcohol and suicide to the place where now I get to stand before people and tell them about Him, I am expressing how great our God is. That's an expression of God's greatness and God's importance to me. And when I live my life in other ways through my thoughts and my actions, I also am either expressing the greatness and importance of God to me or else I'm resisting that opportunity. You think about it through your thoughts. How does that do it? When I, when I vacate my thoughts of those things that are evil, and believe me, I know what it is to have evil thoughts. I know what it is to have these things running through my mind that have absolutely no business being there. 
I have to do like the Apostle Paul said he did. He said, I take every thought captive. Man, I've got these thoughts running through my head that have no business being there. And so just like a prison guard, I take those thoughts captive. I enslave them. I put them in prison and I never release them again. So these evil thoughts are running through my mind. When I do what the Apostle Paul did, when I capture these evil thoughts and I tuck them away and I say, you have no place in my mind and you're going to have no freedom to run around in there. What am I saying? God, you're so important to me. I certainly would like to to work my way through some of these thoughts. But God, you are so important to me that I'm taking them captive and I am not going to give them free reign in my life. Not going to. When my actions reveal godliness, when my actions show forth the love of Jesus Christ, when my actions show forth an identity with my Savior, what am I saying? God, you're so important that I want to be like your son Jesus Christ, and therefore my actions are going to reveal your greatness. My actions are going to reveal your importance to me. And so through our words, through our thoughts, through our actions, we are continually set under a determination to give God glory from our lives. So what does this look like on a day-to-day basis? I can think of two ways that maybe shows this very clearly. One is that because I've made the determination to stay under the umbrella and because I'm going to step as God directs me and I want to know what it is that brings God glory, then I've got to know what it is that brings God glory. So number one, I have to, or letter A if you're keeping notes on this part, I have to know what brings God glory. Therefore, I'm going to be in the Word of God. Okay, so I'm going to spend time in the Word of God. I can hear someone tell me, hey, this is what gives God glory. But guess what? They may be wrong. They may be wrong just out of ignorance, or they may be wrong purposefully. They may be deliberately trying to lead me astray. So then it's not enough for me to listen to someone else. Quite honestly, it's not enough for you to hear me, even as your pastor. It's not enough for you to hear me saying, this is the way we glorify God. You need to find this out for yourself. Now, hopefully your trust is well placed in me. And I'm going to study and I'm going to research and I'm going to do my best to bring to you what I believe is found in the Word of God. But you've got a responsibility to make sure I'm telling you the truth. Never should you be content just to hear what somebody else says about God. You need to find out for yourself. So you get in the Word of God, you dig and you research and find out here's what God says brings Him glory. And so you learn for yourself. But then on a day-to-day basis, the second way I see this happening is on a day-to-day basis when I come upon a decision. Okay, remember now, I've already determined that I'm going to glorify God in my decisions. So then when I come to a decision during the day, how do I approach that? I hear people saying all the time, I just want to know God's will for this decision. I'm going to help you understand God's will for those decisions. I'm not saying in every situation this will be 100% effective, but I'm telling you in most situations it will. Okay, so I come to a decision in my life, and I'm going to evaluate my options. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to say, okay, if I take this step, then I know 
that God is going to be glorified. I can see very clearly how, how God could greatly be glorified with me taking this step. The, the way it will come out, the way it will play out, I can see my opportunities to, to declare the greatness and importance of Almighty God. And therefore, I see that this would be a really good step. But there's a second category of decision here, that the answer or the choice that I make. I take this next one. It might be one that's kind of neutral. Well, you know what? It's not good. It's not bad. It's, it's just it's neutral. It, it's really, I, I don't see a way that, that God gets more glory out of this. I also don't see a way that God gets less glory out of this. Sometimes that's all you have to go on. Sometimes there's no clear, direct path to say, well, this one's going to give God more glory. Sometimes we just have the neutral, and that's okay. God gives us insight and wisdom through His Holy Spirit to make those decisions. Okay? But then there are other times when we have this third category. We look at it and we say, you know what? There is no way God's going to get glory out of that decision. There's no way. There's absolutely no way God is going to get anything but shame from my life if I take that step. So then we back up and we look at the options and we say, you know what? That one's eliminated immediately. Okay, this, this section over here that God can't get glory from my life, that has to be eliminated from the equation. Why? Because God saved me and created me for the purpose of giving Him glory. So then if this step cannot accomplish that, that has to be removed. It's got to go. If this is going to detract from the glory of God, it's got to be removed from the equation immediately. It's got to go. So then I'm left with a couple of other options. Then I look at my steps over here. I can take this step. I know God's going to get glory. But if I take this step, God's going to get more glory because the opportunities to tell people about him are just greater. The opportunities for me to live my life in front of more people are greater. Therefore, I'm going to evaluate this and say, okay, here's the greatest opportunity. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this step. If God's will is for us to do what we were created to do, then God wants us to do what will most effectively accomplish that. So what is the step I take to bring God the most glory? Now, lest you think that makes everything easy and simple, let's clarify for a minute. Sometimes this step that's going to bring God the most glory is going to bring us some pain. Yeah. Sometimes it means that I'm going to take a step that cost me a promotion. Or sometimes I'm going to take a step that cost me a raise. Or sometimes I'm going to take a step maybe that, that cost some prestige or maybe cost me some friends. Is that okay? Well, it depends on what the purpose is. If I was created to, to make money... If I was created to make friends, if I was created to, to get promotions and prestige, then all of a sudden this step isn't very good. If my purpose is to make money and, and get promotions, then all of a sudden this step over here that's going to cost me that is not a very wise step. But if my purpose is to give God glory, then these other things take a back seat to that. Are you hearing this? Come on now, get with me a little bit. This becomes what directs my life. This becomes what, what causes me to know the will of God. What causes me to know where my next step is going to be. Because here's what's going to give God the most glory. So then I determine 
that I'm going to give God glory in my life and in my plans and through my decisions. And I determine that I'm going to step as God directs me. I determine that, that I'm going to find out for myself what it is that brings God glory. And then number three, number three on your sheet. I'm going to be intentional with this information. I'm going to be intentional with this information. What does that mean? I'm going to take the appropriate step. You know, we can talk about this stuff all day long. We can talk about how determined I am. We can talk about, about how I know what it is that brings God glory. And I'm going to evaluate my options. But if I don't follow through with that, then it's pretty well meaningless, isn't it? So then I've got to be really intentional. Okay, God has directed my steps. And why? Because he knows that the heart of man is desperately wicked. Who can really know that? God knows that the spirit of man is willing to take the right step, but the flesh is really weak. And so while we make our plans to stay under the umbrella, God's going to give us the assistance. God's going to establish our steps. He's going to direct our steps to say, here's my will for your life. My will for your life is that you glorify me. Therefore, here's the appropriate step for you. And when we understand this process, then we evaluate the options and we take the appropriate step. Take the appropriate step. You can get all the way to this point and then decide, oh, well, it's not that important. <laughs> that raise really looks good. And we can blow the whole thing. Got to stay focused, got to stay under the umbrella. We've got to acknowledge what it is that brings God glory. And we've got to take the steps that are going to accomplish that. That's, that's what 2018 is about. Taking the steps that are going to bring God glory. You see, what we do today really does matter. It matters to us personally. It matters to our family. It matters to our church. It matters to future generations. And it matters to God. So what are we going to do with this information? Man, I hope it's apparent. I hope it's so obvious that we don't even have to answer this question. What am I going to do with this information? You know what? We've got to make the determination now. God's going to get glory from my life. Maybe for me that's to say, you know what? My first step then is to, to come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Maybe you don't know Him as Savior. Maybe you're, you've, you've, you've gone your own route or you just haven't even thought about it. Whatever the case may be, today God's directing you to take this next step. And that is to know His Son as your Savior. How do I do that? Really a pretty easy process. And we'd love to just show you how to do it. In fact, what I would ask you to do in a little bit, I'm going to ask you to stand with me. Our instrumentalist will come. Jason's going to come. And he's going to, he's going to sing an invitational song. It's just 
an opportunity for you to respond to this invitation. If you need to know Christ as your Savior, that's your next step. Then the invitation is simply for you when we stand and begin to sing, for you just to make your way to the aisle that's closest to you and just meet me right here at the front. I promise you, I'm not here to embarrass you. I'm not going to call out your name. I'm not going to point you out in front of the church. We just want you to know Jesus Christ. We want to help you take that next step. If you know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, your next step then, if you haven't already, is to be obedient to the matter of baptism. If you've already done that, then to, to begin the process to be part of our church family, to help us stay under the umbrella, to help us fulfill the purpose that God has given to us. If you've already done that, your next step may be to engage with a Bible study class on Sunday morning. Your next step may be to be involved serving here at Mile Straight. Your next, next step may be to, to submit to the classes that are coming and say, those are classes that are for me so that I can learn to share my faith, to, to show others how to be a disciple of Jesus Christ so that I can be a true disciple myself. Whatever the case for you may be, now's your opportunity to take that next step.